From Southern California, this is Outlook in Review, a summary of world headlines, technology and business news, arts and entertainment features, and instructive encouragement from the Praiselite Media Studios, Thousand Oaks, California. Good day, it's Wednesday, the 7th of November, 2018. At least four people have been killed in the collapse of two buildings in the French city of Marseille, and several others are still missing. According to the BBC, residents said cracks had appeared in the building's walls in recent weeks. The second building that collapsed had been declared derelict and boarded up by inspectors. Firefighters tore down a third building because it had been partially damaged by the falling apartment blocks. Marseille officials have now evacuated and rehoused 100 local residents as a precaution. According to Agence France Presse, a completely flattened car was dug out as rescuers worked to sift the rubble, an indication of the force with which the buildings came crashing down in what witnesses said was a matter of seconds. Marseille authorities launched a vast upgrade plan for the city center in 2011, but a 2015 government report said some 100,000 Marseille residents were still living in housing that was dangerous to their health or security. Home improvement retailer Lowe's said on Monday that it will shutter 51 lagging stores, including 20 in the U.S. and 31 in Canada. The stores span across 13 states in the U.S. and five regions in Canada. This according to Yahoo Finance, which stated that the bricks-and-mortar retailers are under siege from digital shopping giants like Amazon, and shuttering stores en masse has become the new norm in the industry. Retail store closures touched a new high in 2000. 2017 with about 7,000 locations closing up shop, and 2018 so far has been no exception. Dollar Tree has closed over two dozen Family Dollar stores and five Dollar Trees so far this year, but others have opened in new hotspots that the company sees as up-and-coming markets, including one in a once-prestigious shopping plaza in upscale Westlake Village, California. 38 Gap stores, Banana Republic, and Old Navy have closed across the nation over the past few months, and Abercrombie & Fitch is on track to close 60 stores in 2018 across the U.S. This year, many companies are not even waiting for the Christmas season to close up shop in many areas in the face of online retail giants and the ever-changing shopping industry. In 1939, MGM Pictures released a film adaptation of a renowned book by author James Hilton, starring Robert Donat and Greer Garson, Goodbye Mr. Chips, focused on the life of a schoolteacher at the fictitious, prestigious Brookfield School, with the story beginning in pre-Great War England. 
Mr. Chipping, played by Robert Donat, began teaching Latin at Brookfield in 1870, but he became the target of several practical jokes at the hands of his new pupils on his very first day, and much to the dismay of more than just the culprits, the new professor reacted swiftly by imposing strict discipline in his classroom making him quite disliked, albeit respected. The years passed and Mr. Chipping gained recognition and seniority, but contrary to his expectations and hopes, at his 20-year mark, he did not receive the promotion to housemaster. To distract from his sorrows, Mr. Chipping's friend Max invited him on a walking tour of Austria where while mountain climbing he met future bride Kathy Ellis, played by Greer Garson. A romance followed and the pair finally married despite the sigh tendencies of Mr. Chipping. Affectionately called Chips by his wife, the pair lived happily, and with the charm and clever kindness of Kathy, the school began to not just respect Chips, but love and look up to him as well. With compassion and care mingled with tea parties and fun, the Chippings quickly became a Brookfield school favorite, with the housemastership being awarded to Chips shortly after. But tragedy struck early on as both Kathy and their baby died in childbirth, and Chips was once again alone and deep in grief. But despite his sorrow, he continued on over the years, teaching the children, the grandchildren, and the other relatives of his first pupils as the years passed. Then came the Great War, World War I. Professors and students alike signed up, and professors and students alike were killed in action as the war raged. At long last, even the headmaster of Brookfield School himself signed up and the school board elected to make the school icon Charles Edward Chipping, the interim headmaster, making a prediction by his beloved Kathy come true when she told him shortly before her death that she knew that he would, one day, become headmaster. The film draws to a close as Mr. Chips in 1933, after having lived a full life, and teaching thousands of boys over the decades, peacefully and contentedly passed away. With the words of one of his most memorable students, Kali, calling out with a final phrase, Goodbye, Mr. Chips. For over 80 years, Goodbye, Mr. Chips has delighted audiences around the world with its seemingly balanced mix of joy, sorrow, nostalgia, and real-life experiences. As followers of Jesus Christ, sometimes we may feel that, in so doing, we can just forget about the desires and the temptations of sin. We may feel that they no longer have any influence on us, and while for believers in Christ we no longer need to fear eternal judgment, that doesn't mean that we are immune to temptation. 2 Timothy 2 and many other biblical passages urge us to flee temptation and Learning how to successfully resist temptation is vitally important. This is because we sin only when we yield to sinful temptations. This quote, dating from the 5th century, demonstrates the measure to which we must react towards temptations which lead us to sin. Fly from all occasions of temptation, the quote reads, and if still tempted, fly further still. 
If there is no escape possible, then have done with running and show a bold face and take the two-edged sword of the spirit. But how do we resist and flee these temptations? The desire to escape from them has led many to attempt ultimately unsuccessful acts of self-denial deemed to rid oneself of temptation. But the successful way to resist the temptations that come our way in day-to-day -day life was shown to us by Christ when he was tempted as recounted in scripture. Like Jesus, we must understand how the enemy is attacking, his angle to get us to sin and to stumble. Secondly, we must make use of our spiritual resources. In Matthew chapter 4, we read of Jesus' temptation by Satan and the three ways which he tempted him, also the three ways which Satan tempts us. First, Satan tempted Jesus to doubt God's goodness by implying that God did not care enough about Jesus to provide for his physical needs even when he was hungry. So Satan said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. Second, Satan tempted Jesus to doubt God's love, suggesting that he test that love by leaping from the pinnacle of the temple. And finally, he tempted Jesus to compromise God's truth, promising him the kingdom without the need for the crucifixion, without the sacrifice of Jesus necessary to atone for our sins, if Jesus would just worship him. But resisting each of Satan's temptations, Jesus' replies, began with, it is written, effectively showing us the resource for defeating temptation, God's inerrant word. As Ephesians 6 tells us, we are always to be armed and ready with the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. We must fight temptation by consistently and often reading scripture, arming ourselves with its truths, its directions, and wisdom. May we follow the example of Christ and be so equipped with the word of God that we know chapter and verse to immediately oppose the lies of Satan and the temptations that he throws our way. And may we constantly pray that God would make us ever alert to Satan's attacks in whatever form and whenever they come. Thanks for listening to Outlook in Review. Contact us anytime with questions or comments. We'd always love to hear from you. We're on Twitter at Outlook in Review and Facebook.com forward slash Outlook in Review, where you can find information to various topics we cover on the show. Until next time from Thousand Oaks, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Outlook in Review. Outlook in Review.